Hi guys, welcome back. It's Kenzie Amanda and I am here hosting episode four of the Unforgettable Love podcast. Um, so this week we're going to be talking a little bit about building unconditional happiness and also um, the concept of forgiveness, not just to yourself, but to others as well. And how that'll not only heal your inner child and yourself, but how that can cultivate the motivation behind self-love. So um, the video for this week, I'm going to start with that. I have a couple of things to say. The the video for this week is how to be truly happy. Um, I did find it online because I mean, I'm always looking for new motivational speeches and stuff that I can relate to guys that relates to the topic. Um, this one by Joe Rogan was actually incredible, guys. I mean, I'll be real. He's I'm not his biggest fan, but it is an incredible video to check out. It does highlight a lot of the things that I'm saying here, but also a lot of different concepts that can really help put this interview for you as well. So I'm going to link that below for you guys. Um, so really, this week's video is just on change. So it's overcoming people's mindset, the power of using choice for the better, like I stated in last week's episode, um, and an overall speech. So I guess I'm going to talk to you on a more deeper and personal level. Um, it's about getting rid of ignorant and toxic people and adjusting your mindset to the happiest version of yourself. So this week's episode, again, forgiveness and authentic happiness. So it's going to focus again on the steps of getting there, what I said before, a few tricks to achieve it how to keep it, and how to come through the dark times with a positive outlook. So there are a lot of times when your life's not going to seem like anything's going right. And I know you're probably saying to me, like, Kenzie, it's easier said than done. 100%, I agree with that. Everybody has their dark times, and it's not always going to be easy to just stay super happy. But um, it's about keeping a positive outlook, even when nothing seems right. So I kind of just wanted to say as well, little disclaimer before we start, um, I've been receiving a lot of positive feedback from you guys lately. So I just love the fact that my podcast can help you guys. I love that it's helping you on your self-love journey. And for me, that really makes this podcast worth it. I mean, like I said, I self-sabotage a lot. Um, every time I record one of these, I'm like, is it going to be good? Oh my gosh, are they going to like it? And to know that you guys are giving me the positive feedback that it ha is helping you with your self-love journey and my words are doing something for you, that just, that makes it all worth it to me because it's just it's I don't know it's really cool to see that you guys are enjoying this I'm really happy that I can help you guys self-love is something that I not only know how to do but something that I enjoy teaching others and teaching is a passion of mine as well especially when it comes to motivation and self-love so I mean I'm just reading my little notes here guys always <laughs> but I'm really happy I mean this is self-explanatory but I'm really happy that you guys are happy because again like I said that makes it all worth it for me you know um so on that note I guess I have to say one more thing. It was kind of hard for me to make this episode. I did have one pre-recorded and again, self-sabotage kicked my ass. I said, hell no, it's not good enough. It's not great. So I sat here and literally dissected the good things that I liked about that episode and rewrote them all for this episode in key note form. So again, I apologize if this sounds a little bit scripted. It is based off a podcast that I recorded kind of off the beat. You know what I mean? I was sick when I recorded it with the flu. I'm better now, guys. And thank you for reaching out for those of you who did. But um, no, I mean, I wasn't really proud of it. And I just kind of flip-flopped. Should I post this? Should I not? And in the end, I really thought that it wasn't fair for you guys to post a half-finished version of something, something that was kind of repetitive and repeated the same things over and over. It just didn't seem right for me to just put a filler episode in. I really wanted to put something in that you guys can still learn from that, yes, this episode is short, but it still is to the point. It still teaches as much as it can. You know, I didn't want to put something impractical and something that you guys couldn't use in there, you know? Um... So I just kind of felt like I wasn't good enough in that moment. And I hate feeling that self-doubt. So 
I mean, the episode was flawless in my opinion, but there was so much more that I really wanted to say to you guys. And I just kind of realized like, okay, this isn't the best episode, but it is the best episode. So I flipped and I flopped. And that's honestly why it's taken so long to record this episode and give it to you guys. So I apologize. Um, and I did kind of take those notes and now I'm here. So I mean, self-sabotage, this is this episode isn't about self-sabotage, um, but it does make you feel horrible. I mean, to be honest, guys, I've had a day of self-sabotage today and it has just not been my day for that. I have just been messing myself up and just telling myself I can't do it and just having no self-esteem in the sense where it has self-sabotaged me and it's it's hurtful, you know? So I'm really excited that we're going to have a guest speaker who's going to speak on that soon. Um, so I'm going to be recording an episode on that next week and the good thing about this is like I always tell you guys I'm, I'm going back to this topic but I always tell you guys that self-sabotage and most recently like I found out in my last episode um holding things holding on to things for too long are like my two personal weaknesses with self-love so I kind of felt like it needs to be talked about um but it's not something that I want to teach you if it's not my strong suit you know what I mean so I am really excited to announce that I'm bringing in a renowned motivational speaker next week um her name's Sarah Evangeline so Sarah's from Hamilton and she's the author of a self-love growth program called the soul talk method so in Sarah's words this is your guide to free your inner child reclaim your voice and stay and steep deeper into your spiritual awakening so I got to say on that one, I love that Sarah works with inner child healing. Um, I mean, not everybody is, but I'm very spiritual myself with my religion as well. And I found like this inner child work and regression has been such a great way to heal. I'll talk about it a little bit more. I'm not going to touch on it fully until we record that episode together for you guys. But um, I definitely do feel like inner child work is such an important aspect and such an important thing to be practicing and doing I encourage you guys to try it I mean there's tons of videos on YouTube I've done it I've learned a lot about myself that way um and the fact that she specializes in that to me is just so cool because I feel like not only is she going to be able to give you her motivational insight into how not to self-sabotage yourself on that concept of self-love but she's also going to be able to teach you a lot about the spiritual side I think we're going to go into and again um full disclaimer we're not going to preach anything because not everyone's spiritual I'm Christian but not everybody believes in God either everybody has their own different interpretations and what we really want to do me and Sarah is make that open for everybody interpretation um just the fact that spirituality meditation inner child work regression all of that can be um used for the best for loving yourself as well so i mean i'm just trying to read my notes here um so i have a note here and it's so true inner child work it's going to bring you back to your roots it's going to help you realize who you were before life began for you like who you might you have been in a past life can actually people don't believe it can actually affect who you are today triggers fears anxieties things like what i realized with my inner child work um that you've been holding on to for years that you might not recognize you're even doing i had no idea for years guys i thought self-sabotage was the only thing messing me up i didn't realize that i lived in the past and uh, not in an unhealthy way, but I lived in the past sometimes and got stuck on these little things, these little situations that had happened to me. And I brought them forward with me into my life without realizing. I held on to things from grade three, guys. It's crazy. Um, so I'm sure Sarah's going to talk about it more next week. But uh, just so you know, my last words on her program, she'll talk to you about it 
I'm sure next week when we end up having our little conversation. But in quote unquote, it says the soul talk method is for anyone who's seeking to heal generational trauma from their past wounds, which is so important. I'm going to talk about that a little bit today. Deepen your connection to yourself and build self-love and trust, which is 100% why I was so excited to work with Sarah, guys, because she's like me. She values self-love and she appreciates her self-love and her self-knowledge and teaches that to others like yourselves as well, which is awesome to see. Um, To build confidence, 100% important, and clarify your decisions. Um, to reclaim your power and your soul's mission, which is so important, 100%. And I'm sure she's going to talk a lot about that. I love that she actually uses the name soul talk because the soul guys is such an important thing to mend. And I'll talk about that more in this episode too. Definitely something that's important to mend and definitely something that'll help cultivate happiness if your soul's happy. Um, so to let go of shame and heal from past relationships, have some boundaries and follow through to have inner peace and that spiritual guidance I was just talking about. And um, really, she's mastered the skill of how to deal with self-sabotage. So I'm really excited, like I said, to not just talk to her about those things, but also go, I kind of want to just go freestyle with her. And I just want to go tit for tat, for lack of a better word, and see what she can teach myself and you guys about it, you know? Because like I said, it's not fair for me to teach you guys about something that I'm not familiar with. So I'm really excited that she's going to be at least teaching the self-sabotage topic. And I'm excited to know what I can learn from that too. Um, so yeah, I'm excited for her to educate you. So now that I'm done, all my little, I feel like one of those YouTubers who says, hey guys, subscribe, you know, <laughs> now I'm done all that. Let's dive into this week's topic on building authentic happiness. So I'm going to start out with the most basic concept. I tell this to everyone, but happiness is built in the dark times. It's cultivated with focus, motivation, empowerment, and getting back up. So like I said earlier, that's easier said than done, but just guys, like you can't let the sadness overwhelm you. And I know that's not easy for anyone. I mean, it's not easy for me. At times I have depression. Um, I have these self-sabotaging days. Everybody has their own things that's going to make them feel sad, but it's about keeping the happiness, not all the time, not like a robot, but like to the best of your ability, the best that you can. Um, so life's not always positive, but for me, like I live by motivation drive success. So even right, like today I was thinking, should I record this episode? Should I leave the old one? You know, when I was flip-flopping like that, I thought about the quote motivation drives success which is literally one of my favorite quotes that I made up myself I'm obsessed with it um I credit motivation for a lot of my self-love I credit motivation for keeping me alive to this day to be honest because every time I'm sad I listen to motivational speakers and I love hearing what they have to say I love empowering myself so I can teach you and learning from that um so really the first step to doing anything happiness related or self-love in general or even taking the first step towards anything is keeping ourselves motivated i don't always have the best motivation but i know when i lose that motivation i think about that quote motivation drives success so if i'm motivated enough to get out here and give you guys this podcast i'm gonna have success by helping you guys you know it's same goes for you guys whatever you want to do you have to take that first step of being motivated to want to do it you have to overcome that and eh, i'm kind of lazy i don't feel like doing it today and you just have to kick ass and just go for it and just do it you know what i mean so I mean, this kind of, I have a story that goes with my personal dark time of uh, happiness. So why it's so important, how I got through the dark times and how I focused on the light. So the other day when I recorded the first version of this podcast, I was watching this documentary on Pink, the singer Pink. Um, So 
for me, Pink is a very inspirational person to me. Like the documentary, she's such a beautiful person, guys, a beautiful soul. She had such wisdom. She treats her kids amazingly. Her performances are great and her music is so beautiful to me. Um, and that being said, it brings back a lot of childhood memories. Um, cause like I said about Sarah's childhood work, um, I found that through like meditation regressions, I've learned about myself and like my inner child and who I am. So again, not just who I am, but who I am as a person, who I was as a child, who I can forgive and who I am forgiving myself and who I am spiritually as well as a whole. So when I did those uh, childhood regressions, I only did one or two, but it was so beautiful to see the change in myself and the things that I learned. And the first one I did, I went back to my grade three self. I learned a lot, like I said, about holding on to things that at the time I didn't realize I was blaming myself for and having to forgive myself for those grade three things. But um, I'm also going to be very candid with you guys. At that age, I actually almost ended my life. So that's such a young age. It would have been a ton of years now since that suicide attempt. But just watching that pink documentary, it was reminded, it reminded me of how her music saved my life. I mean, I don't know if you guys have heard the CD Misunderstood by Pink, but at that time, those tracks were on such a deeper level to me. They resonated so much. And I think watching everybody else's stories about how they overcame their demons with Pink's music as well, it was kind of beautiful to see that. Um, so I was just kind of taken back to the point that I was strong enough as a kid to get through that, you know? But I mean, that being said, it made me realize that happiness, like I said, isn't always as easy as it is to preach. Like, it's easy to say that it cultivates self-love, but when then we're left with the question of how do we do this when life seems overwhelming? Like, how do we just get up and say, I'm going to be happy? How do we sit there? Sorry, guys, I'm just going to have a quick drink. By the way, I'm recording this on Friday, so happy Friday night. <laughs> I hope everyone's having a good weekend. Um, I just had a sip of beer, so that's why I had to say that. <laughs> but um, going back to my point, how do we do this when life seems overwhelming? So guys, there's going to be a few things you can do that can kind of keep your life in place, help you go- keep going, and help motivate you. And I want to say that with a grain of salt, because honestly, the funniest part about life, and I know this is going to sound morbid, is life is so fucking dark, guys. Like, I say that to a lot of people, because I recognize that life is so dark. And I say this to a lot of people, too. There's yin and yang. Like, in my opinion, spiritually and non-spiritually, the secret to the universe is to have good and evil. Yin and yang. Light, dark, spiritual matter. It all has to co- exist you know what I mean so life is dark but we have to find that light on the other side you know so I guess that goes back to episode one like inner strength you I told you guys I was going to bring this up multiple times throughout our series but inner strength is really going to be a big part of how we do that so it starts in the saddest of times I would say embrace your sadness like I said in episode one cry that out feel the emotions get up stronger and kind of just reflect So it's like a cycle, guys. It's about finding the beauty in darkness, like I said, yin and yang, learning from that sadness and finding the little things about it, about your life, about that situation that make you happy. So I guess no matter what dark situation you're presented with, there may not seem like there's like a light at the end of the tunnel or anything, but there's got to be some way that that sadness can then be turned into beauty. Where is that beautiful part of you that's hidden within that dark matter, that dark sadness that just those clouds that are just clouding over you? Say, for example, someone dies, you have to carry on their memory. You sit there and you think this is the most sad thing that's ever happened to me, but how can I now take this person's memory 
and go on with it. You know what I mean? Say you're self-doubting yourself like I am. You have to look and say, okay, so this and this is happening to me. Now, how do I not self-doubt myself? It's always about taking those positives out of those negatives. And honestly, I have a note here and it's so true. Like you're probably saying like, Kenzie, that's not easy for me. And that's 100% true, to be honest, guys. Because like life isn't easy. There's going to be days where you guys are sad. That's just common sense. Everyone's going to be sad at points. People have depression. People have their reasons to be sad. And that's okay. You can be sad. I'm not here to tell you to be a robot. I'm not here to tell you to be happy every day of the week. But it is such an important part to being your authentic self, being happy. Not all the time, but learning from those dark times, bringing that into the light, making yourself happy on the days where you deserve to be happy, to be honest. It's not that you have to be happy. It's that as a person who loves themselves, you know that you deserve to be happy. You know that you love yourself enough that you deserve to be happy. And that goes hand in hand with confidence too. You deserve to be confident, which is a big part of self-love. You deserve to be sexy in your own way. And you deserve to be happy and beautiful and just empowered, you know? So, um, I wanted to record this too because the other thing that really shook me about that pink documentary the other day was she talked about her motherhood and her kids a lot. So, I mean, this is going to sound weird, but that kind of broke me. Like, some of you guys know this, some of you don't. Um, and this is very personal, but I lost my only child actually because I have I have trouble having kids. But my only child that I'd had in about 28, 29 years to miscarriage last year. And I think it was really sad recently reflecting on that because although spiritually I believe she's with me her birthday was actually on January 10th or would have been this year so it kind of took me back to the pain um when I saw pink interacting with her kids because I was so happy I was so happy for her she's such an amazing mother but I also felt jealous in that second I was like she's such an amazing mom like I should have been an amazing mom and I got bitter I got resentful I got sad it kind of made me cry like she really is guys she's an amazing person her music saved my life and you know I have so much good things to say about her but like reliving the memories and losing a child was obviously super you know horrible for me you know what I mean so the inner child work that Sarah and I are surely to talk about next week and healing helped me practice forgiveness towards not just myself but other people as well um, it helped me in situations like that especially with the miscarriage when I was going through the pain and grieving of that I, again going through the sad times like that I was able to sit there and forgive myself forgive God, because at one point I was mad at my religious, you know, beliefs. I was able to forgive my parents for what I thought was ignorance, but it was just them not knowing. I was able to forgive my partner. I was able to forgive the whole situation. And it's such a hard thing to do that. But the other thing I really, really am trying to practice with this exercise with you guys today is forgiveness. Because spiritually, it is so beautiful to forgive, but it's also beautiful in life because you're going to see a difference when you really sit there. And if you don't do regression and forgive your inner child, at least sit there today, guys. I encourage you. Sit there and think about a time that's weighing hard on your heart. And not only forgive yourself, because it's not always your fault, but forgive the people in it. And I know that sounds really shitty because you're like, fuck these people. Like, to be honest, that's what I would say too. Like, I don't like these people. Why should I forgive them? And it is a selfish exercise. You're forgiving them to help yourself. But you're also forgiving them so you can see it from a two-way perspective. You're forgiving them so you can see maybe that it wasn't necessarily their intention to do that you know it's giving you clarity around that situation and it's not only allowing you to heal by forgiving yourself for the you know burdens that you've put on yourself but for forgiving these people who you previously may have thought were evil and they might still be evil but seeing it from their perspective it helps bring a lot of clarity into the situation and it helps mend that situation no matter what it is in that moment and I know I can say that from experience. It helped a lot with my miscarriage, forgiving everybody. And forgiveness is such an important thing. Um, 
So I guess going into that example, that's kind of what I had to do in that specific moment. I had to look at the shitty parts of my life when I recorded that podcast last week. Um, when I recorded it at the time, I was really, really sad. I had to acknowledge that sadness. I had to sit there and look at those situations in depth. And then I had to accept it, accept the sadness, always, guys, accept what's happened you can't change this. You can't change time. You can't change what is fated to happen, but you can learn from that situation. You can flip that situation. So what did I learn from that? What did this pain that is crippling my soul teach me? What did I learn? Um, so that's really why I made the podcast last week and this again today, because I wanted to do the podcast to flip the sadness around to something that I enjoyed. So I sat there and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so sad. This brings up all these traumatic memories. Now what in that situation makes me happy? And I thought sharing this situation and these personal stories to help others makes me happy. So that's what I'm going to do in this specific moment, which is why I made that podcast and I'm making this one now because I enjoy helping you guys. That makes me happy. So I was able to flip that negative feeling of feeling, you know, inferior and going back to those horrible grade three memories into something good that I enjoyed doing. I was able to sit there and forgive my inner child through that meditation that Sarah and I will probably talk about next week. I was able to do a lot of really good things with this podcast so far and I'm really really happy to be doing this podcast right now so that was the first thing I did um so really um it's about finding this happiness after dark taking that time to grieve too is so important um because I'm not saying it's going to happen instantly guys it never does you have to sit there forgive yourself and take that grief and accept it and accepting the sadness sometimes for people is just the hardest thing but once you do how can you use the pain? How can you use that pain to motivate? How can you forgive these people and yourself to move forward? How can you take that moment of sadness and move forward on your journey? Love yourself enough to forgive yourself. Love yourself enough, guys, to mend yourself through mending other people. See it from their perspective. Be humble, you know? And so again, that's what I chose to do with my daughter Clover. Again, I knew if Clover was alive, she wouldn't want me sitting there being jealous of Pink's children. She wouldn't want me dealing with this pain. She would want to see me happy. So so I chose in that moment of sadness to focus on what was good. I prayed. I did a little prayer for my daughter in heaven. And I said, you know what? I'm going to focus on myself moving forward from this. And what would Clover want me to do? She would want me to be happy. So I focused on doing what made me happy and turning that sadness from that documentary into happiness that specific day. So again, I also realized like, I wouldn't have thought so hard. My inner child wouldn't have thought so hard if she didn't want me here. So it was kind of an in memory. That's how I chose to see it. I was like, Clover and my inner child would not want me sitting here moping and sad. They would want me taking that pain and using it to do something impressive and beautiful for myself and loving myself enough to accept that that happened and being okay to take those days off and to feel that sadness and to learn from that, you know? Like, it weighs on you. I'm sure you guys have been through things. Sadness will weigh on you, but it's about how you take that sadness, you know? So in my personal stories, the reason I told you two very serious stories like that is because for me, thinking about what my daughter and my past self would have wanted me to do and, and more, those were solid reasons for me to keep going. So I flipped them. I made them into happiness and light. I did what made me happy and what would have made them happy in the moment, which is good for some of you who might be grieving. Think about how you can then celebrate that person's life and take their legacy and move on with who they were as a person and acknowledge them and you know help yourself in the process but acknowledge them make them give them light too you know um so 
we don't really notice guys like we don't realize how these dark times like how these demons of darkness come to us they affect us so much they affect our knowledge of our everyday life we get so in our thoughts and we just don't acknowledge our sadness sometimes we just tend to bury it but it's really guys it's about coming out of that like confidence this is a good thing that i wrote down it's so true for you guys confidence is learned but it comes from a mended and healed soul so really when you do these exercises like what sarah and i talk about mending your inner child forgiving yourself and others moving forward and finding little things that make you happy you're not just fixing yourself it's not about a selfish viewpoint it's gonna mend your soul and heal your soul and when you have that mended and healed soul and you're happy with yourself you're going to see your self-confidence go up and confidence and happiness go hand in hand guys a happy person is a confident person but a sad person can also be a confident and loving person it's just about how you acknowledge and use that sadness you know um, and learned patterns too i have a note on that so breaking the cycle of learned patterns i know a lot of people like I know I go back sometimes to things that have happened to me and how could I forgive these people like I mentioned earlier. It's about breaking those cycles. In um I believe it's spirituality but also I think in psychology too. They say that there's learned patterns and I don't know what the word is right now. I'm blanking on that. But it's it's a, it's a feeling of like generational curses, that's it. So generational curses our parents, for example, say it's our parents we hate, they've been passing that down to their children, to their grandmother. Do you know what I mean? It's been passed down through generation to generation. And they may not have realized that they were even doing that. But that's the learned patterns that they learned from their mother and father. You know what I mean? Then they bring it to us. Then we bring it to our kids. And it's up to us in that specific situation anyway to break that generational curse um, and make sure that we're learning to love ourselves enough so that we can now teach that self-love to the new generation of our children um and then they can look at us and as, as an example and say wow they broke that cycle i'm going to break that cycle for my my child etc and then that pattern and that generational curse is broken and that doesn't just go for parents mind you that goes for any family drama but not just family drama either any kind of learned patterns so breaking these habits of self-sabotaging like myself like breaking those habits of not just that but maybe negative talking to yourself um i know a lot of us do it like i sit there and i negative talk sometimes and i doubt myself and we have to overcome those because we're going to break those and we're going to teach that to our next generation and they're going to be such a healed generation as the results of our love and that's just one of the many reasons you should forgive as well because forgiving and forgiveness is also going to break that generational trauma and that generational curse um and i'm actually thinking of bringing that up with sarah next week that's a topic i would love to hear her opinion on as well because it is something that I'm actively working on in my life, but it's also something that I've learned that can really help you guys as well from my own personal experience. So just breaking those learned patterns and cycles and generational traumas is also important. It helps heal self-love. It helps heal yourself in general, helps with pain. And it also, like I said earlier, helps with the dual perspectives in healing yourself. So maybe they, this, I have this issue a lot. Like I'll look at something and harbor that hatred of oh my gosh they meant to do this to me and then i'll forgive them and forgive myself for holding i'll forgive myself first for holding on to that burden then i'll forgive them and in the moment it necessarily may not be what i want to do but then it helps me think oh my gosh maybe that this hatred i'm harboring wasn't even that person's intention maybe i'm just sitting here thinking you know making myself the victim and that's so important that you guys don't do that that you guys don't make yourself the victim in these situations of forgiveness um but that you learn from them and realize you know it may not it may be their fault 100 percent. but seeing it from both perspectives a dual perspective is so important you know um so that actually i'm just reading my little notes right now to stay on topic guys but that'll heal your soul 
cultivate happiness, build happiness. Um, and then retraining your thoughts, embracing those dark qualities. And I think one of the most important things, 100% for everyone in this world with mental health recently, myself included, is battling anxiety. Like that's a really big one. Like we battle ourselves, like I said earlier, constantly. We're literally, especially this goes specifically for me because I self-sabotage, but we can literally be our own biggest critics. So I go through that a lot. Um, I find it's about taking that motivation, that first step, facing those fears and going for it. You know what I mean? Embracing the fact that anxiety is there. Like I said, accepting that, but not letting that cripple you to the point where you don't go for it. Like fear is brought on by evil and darkness. And honestly, the way I believe it, again, I will never preach religion on someone if you know, it's not their thing. But the way that I look at it is fear is brought by the devil. Fear is not supposed to be there in general, no matter what you believe in. It's brought by evil. It's brought by darkness. It's not supposed to be in our lives, but it comes to us all the time. And it's really something that we need to battle and we need to move on from. We need to, in in my case, because I'm Christian spiritual, I spiritually, in you know the Lord's name, I forgive and I say, hey, you know what? I bring my anxiety to the Lord. That's not specifically how you do it in a religious sense, but you know, that's how I would do it. Everyone does it differently, whether that involves religion or just recognizing that this fear isn't supposed to be here. Say you're agnostic. You don't have to believe in God, but you have to sit there and realize that fear isn't supposed to be in your life. Fear doesn't run your life. It's not meant to be in any of our lives. So it's really something that we have to battle, move on from, accept, acknowledge, you know, give that to get rid of that you know what I mean um and then yeah moving on and battling that anxiety and that's something that I just think is again easier said than done but if you can learn to just you know do that then you're good and battle that fear treating others with respect being humble being brave 100 percent um so treat others the way you'd want to be treated um and that's going to cultivate that karma that gives you you know good karma is you know, good karma given out is good karma given back. You know what I mean? Being humble enough to accept, you know, who you are, what your qualities are, good and bad, and how you're learning and not putting yourself above others, being able to soak in the happy moments and also the sad moments and feel those feelings and be humble about what your weaknesses are, what your strengths are, and so on. You know what I mean? And then again, being brave. So facing those fears. Like, there's so many things that cultivate self-love, but in my opinion, you really just have to practice forgiveness um, and self-love. And doing that comes from relinquishing control sometimes. So the concept of forgiveness, guys, it's a complicated one. Um, I'm sure, I say I'm sure Sarah will talk about these topics next week. She might not necessarily you know, bring that up specifically. Um, but I'm hoping that we can touch on some of these again as well, or that we will, because Forgiveness is such an important one. It's something that I'm so happy to tell you guys um, about today just because I want to help you guys with that specific concept. But forgiveness involves relinquishing control. And that is so hard for people who are type A and like to take control. But you have to realize, like I said before, it is not. You cannot beat yourself up and say it has to go this way. It has to be this way. It's sometimes, like I said, it's not your fault. You forgive yourself because it's not your fault. You forgive others because it is their fault. But what can you learn from their ignorance towards you? What can you now say, okay, I forgave them. You know what I mean? It's, it's all about learning. You know what I mean? And I really think that relinquishing control and accepting what has happened is so important. It gives you that practical point of view to what really happens. It gives us that clarity and perspective on not just your self-love journey, but who you are as a person, um, your motivational journey, 
your own personal journey outside of self-love too, you know, and really just taking that pain and flipping it into sadness. If you do that, you're going to feel a difference. Trust me. So I guess that's kind of just what I wanted to touch on this week is authentic happiness and forgiveness. Um, I know some of the concepts seem similar or intertwining um, because happiness is such a hard one. I can't tell everyone how to be happy. That's not my job to tell everyone what to do. Um, but I did kind of try to share some of the concepts behind happiness that you can practice at home that will help you um, with that as well and honestly like I said once you see that happiness and that confidence because they go hand in hand that's going to be a big part of loving yourself authentically from the soul too so guys next week we're going to be teaming up with Sarah and I'm thinking I don't know if it's going to stay to this curriculum so to speak but I'm thinking of focusing on the art of being alone and being okay with being alone um more concepts about healing your inner child because I know she focuses on that um I'm really excited to hear I'm going to be kind of quiet on that one but the art of self-sabotage and how to control that and how to overcome that because self-sabotage is not and I can say this from experience something you want on your self-love journey um like I said it's not something that um I'm good at so I don't want to preach that or teach you about that um so I'm really excited to have Sarah step in and uh, share her advice with not just you guys but also me um, because I think we're going to learn a lot from that Um, and just yeah moving forward with life and um, also maybe a little bit about spirituality um, but not too much just more when I say spirituality guys I keep this light because I again I'm always very accepting and tolerant I realize that everybody has different views some people believe some people don't Uh, some people Christian Muslim Buddhist you know what I mean there's different religions there's different views some people don't believe and so me and sarah i know she has a background actually in um in spirituality and also in religion so i'm really excited to talk to her a little bit about that it won't be too much but just i do realize and i do recognize that that faith and religion and just concept of the universe if you don't believe in religion is just so important to understand at least in self-love so we're going to touch a little bit about that but not too much obviously um and then yeah we're going to give some viewpoints. So I hope that me and Sarah's views, our two views together, are going to inspire you more with your self-love journey. Um, thank you guys so much for tuning in. I'm Like I said, I'm so excited to hear this positive feedback from you guys weekly, uh, that my episodes are helping you guys with your journey. And that just, it makes me feel amazing because I love helping people. I love showing you guys how happy you can truly be when self-love is applied. Um, and thank you guys for the amazing feedback on the podcast. I mean, I'm always really like nervous. Like I'm very critical of, is this episode good? Uh, like, I said with re-recording this whole thing or uh, is this going to be something that resonates with them is this going to be useful you know I'm always my own biggest critic but I'm really glad that you guys have been able to um, acknowledge that the podcasts have some good content in them I'm glad you guys have learned from them I'm glad you guys have accepted me and accepted the concepts of this and I'm just really happy to be able to help you guys too um, episode three I have to go into how much like good feedback I've heard about that on a little bit of a boasting note I think that was my favorite episode um I was really proud to be able to show you guys like a vulnerable side of me too um the topics I spoke about specifically in that episode were honestly something that I learned from experience so it was really cool to be able to pass that torch down um I again I wasn't sure about that episode but that one in specific I've heard a lot of great feedback about so thank you for the feedback on that as well it's my favorite episode to date I'm so happy with how these episodes are turning out I'm so happy that you guys are tuning in and uh thank you all for your support and love uh so again Again, it's unforgettable underscore love underscore podcast (laughs) on Instagram. I'm looking forward to what the future holds in store. Um, This has been episode four of Unforgettable Love with Kenzie Amanda. Like I said, it's Friday. Um, I hope you guys have an amazing weekend full of fun times, love, peace, and happiness. Stay strong. Love yourself always. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. 
and I love you all. Bye.